Flashback Fridays. Flashback Fridays on SAFM. Plenty to talk about uh, as we look forward to the uh, Super Rugby final tomorrow. Just, I need to go back to this uh, this uh, story. I've only just seen the time that's come through from Custa Semenya that uh, she won the women's 400-meter title in uh, Saba in Nigeria a short while ago. But the time that she posted was 49.96, which would mean that she has become the first South African woman to go sub-50 seconds because, to the best of my knowledge, Heidi Seiling, uh, or Heidi Seiling Quinn, having married uh, Matthew Quinn, former 4x100-meter uh, world champion uh was the was the record holder and she never went below 50 seconds so i am just fascinated by that time and considering that that is probably customer's weakest event of three with the 1500 meter and the 800 meter to come it looks like a triple is on for customer that's it let's change focus back again to super rugby final crusaders and lions in christchurch tomorrow morning 9 35 south african time is the kickoff and i'm delighted to welcome on the line a man who is i mean if we say he's been there and done it all, I'm not pulling your leg. This man has, uh, I mean, never mind Curry Cup and captaining the Lions. Never mind uh, a Super Rugby title when he, when he won in 2007 with the Bulls. He's a World Cup winner as well. Delighted to welcome on the line the indomitable spirit that was Vickers van Heerden. And Vickers, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, thank you. You're making me feel very special now, but thank you very much. Appreciate. It. Oh no, no, no! Listen, we're we're all we're all enormous fans. I mean, I don't think there's many that forget some of the some of the remarkable stuff that you did on the uh, on the pitch, and and we must doff our, our our caps to to heroes as and when we get a chance to chat to them. But let's talk straight about this final. I mean, third final in a row, but you know, you get the sense that this Crusaders challenge is going to be remarkably difficult for the Lions to try to make it third time lucky after losing the last two finals. Uh, for sure, Jordan. And, uh, yeah, well, I think all the bookies are also backing the Crusaders, so that's, that's telling his actually association the Lions are in. But saying that as well, uh, it's an 80-minute game. Uh, it's not a round ball. We saw the All Blacks these against the France in uh, 2007 where they were all clear favourites for, for, for that World Cup. Mm. So anything can happen. And uh, I think the nice thing and what you could hear from the camp during the whole week, the message was they've got nothing to lose. They're going out there with <laughs> guys playing in their third final. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, as Warren Whiteley was quoted as saying from New Zealand uh, yesterday, he was saying, uh, well, what great motivation do we need? We are playing the record champions in their uh, backyard. There's, there's not a hell of a lot of motivation more required for uh, for the Lions. But I mean, as, as somebody who's, who's done this so many times, you've, you've been in the jersey, you've been on the pitch, what would it be like for the Lions, you know, a day before the final, an hour before the final, and maybe even a minute before the final? What, what do they go through? What are those processes for the individuals? Uh, that that, that that whole process is the thing I think that any old Rexy player would say they missed the most. <laughs> While there, uh-huh. they hated the most, but uh, after after the career finished and stuff, that, that's what you miss, miss the most. Uh, I think uh, the Jettis, uh, the emotions, it's, uh, it's a mixture between uh, excitement and stress. And, yeah, so, but, uh, I think and, and that, that, that's the spot I think the Lions are finding themselves in. It's, I think it's less stress than what I had last year with the, the home final. I think a lot of pressure was then was with them expecting to win it. Uh, we knew how it turned out with Quaha uh, getting a red card. Mm. Although I think uh, some of the Crusaders would all admit 
they were very lucky in the last couple of minutes. I think the has been scored. They also thought they could have gone either way. But with Quagga on the field, I think uh, it might have got a different result. But this this, this weekend, it's, it's, it's different. It's, I think the Crusaders are sitting all the pressure on them. Uh, everyone expecting them to, 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 to keep with their flawless record. But uh, sometimes, sometimes that's something that can count against you. Well, not since not since two thousand five, two thousand six, when uh, when the Crusaders had the, the some of the greatest rugby players ever playing for them. Daniel Carter was the was the fresh young talent that was just doing incredible things. I mean, you, you played against against these guys in, in 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 those years. Not since then, when they won sixteen in a row, have they won as many as they've done this season? Fourteen on the bounce for this uh, Crusaders side. The Lions, though, when you compare it to the last two seasons, where in all their matches, in an 18-team format across 2016 to 2017, they only lost three games. They lost seven this season alone. Uh, you know, you, you look at some of the stats and it would suggest that the Crusaders are undoubtedly the team to beat. And as Craig Ray put it, uh, this would be one of the great sporting upsets of, uh, of world sport if the Lions were to overcome it. But, but do, you see, do you see a chance? No, well... I think uh, that's something that I can, can, can say now afterwards is you, you, out of these losses you get during a season, sometimes you learn more because it's, uh, you have to look at uh, things differently. Yes, if you, if you have success weekend after weekend, then sometimes you miss, miss the smaller sort of mishaps because you really had success. There's a line, uh, yeah, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, I, I believe. It's going to be a hell of a game. It's uh, it's all all depends. Hopefully, the weather can uh, be well. Mm. Um, Elton Elton is, I think, is going to be a key player. If he's on song, uh, uh, I think it's half the battle one. And then it's also very important the way they start. Um, uh, the last two weeks, it wasn't the best of start, and I don't think you want to be playing catch up rugby in Christchurch. Uh, uh, the Crusaders is just on the side that you. They get, as soon as they're going to get get some sort of advantage, it's going to be difficult catching up to that. So <laughs> it's, it's a hell of a challenge, but I, I really believe uh, the boys are up to it. I certainly hope they've got the uh, the ability. I just wonder about this uh, sleeping patterns and eating patterns that have changed, so that they can try and keep themselves on South African time while they're over in uh, New Zealand. It's an interesting uh, experiment, I suppose. It worked against the Waratahs earlier this season because they thrashed them. What was it, twenty nine nil? The first time that the Waratahs had kept uh, scoreless in the uh, in the competition, but uh, you know, trying to do this against the Crusaders, I think a slightly different prospect. But in terms of the competition overall, because when you when you look at the eighteen team format, it was heavily criticised. They've gone back to fifteen. The, it was touted as strength versus strength. Having compared all the seasons that you played and indeed watched in that, where do you think the, the sort of best number is to get genuine strength versus strength? And how do you feel about this 15-man tournament as it is? Well, we, we still played last. I finished in Super 14, uh, but uh, I was lucky enough or privileged enough to, to win the Super 12 with, with, with the Bulls. And yep. I think... If you look at the stadiums and look at the season at this stage, it's just getting too long and a little bit dragged out. And, uh, spectators, uh, we finished in, in May, the final was played, whereas now we we the first week in August. So uh, it's just I think it's just 
getting a little bit too long, and uh, the New Zealand sides are complaining that it's not really all strength playing strength. It's the pool pool system. Um, it, it, it does does favour sides that's playing uh, getting home advantage, not playing against all the New Zealand sides. But to remember, it's, it's a third final in a row for a line. So no matter what the competition format is, but it's still very impressive to be there, and uh, I believe uh, well deserved. Uh, well deserved indeed, and uh, we do we do have to t- uh, sit back every now and then and appreciate that this is a side that has made three successive finals, as you say. Yeah. Even, even if they don't go on and win any, I suppose we we should be able to to uh, to appreciate the the success that they've had so far. Vickers, we've got to take a quick break, but when we come back, lots to talk about. Flashback Fridays on SAFM. Great flashbacks so uh, to the 2007 Super 12 final in uh, when uh, when the Bulls managed to beat the Sharks in uh, what was an enthralling enthralling match. One of the men on the pitch, Vickers van Heerden, uh, can tell us all about it. No that Vickers, I got to go back to that final briefly just to, to, to pause between the lines, <laughs> Crusaders uh, final here because. Over the years, I've always wondered what it was like in those closing minutes when the Sharks had the ball, Butch James had that ball in hand. Effectively, all he needed to do was kick it out and it was game over for you. What, what was it like going through those final minutes? Do you remember it? Do you have those feelings with you? Do you remember the colours, the surroundings, the cheering, the chanting, the ball? Do you, do you remember anything of, of that time, that last minute? Uh, well, I, I try to remember as much as I can. It was just unbelievable. It's, um, I think one of my biggest dreams coming true at that, that stage now that African side played in the final of Super Rugby so mm. it was the biggest thing for South African side to win and uh, yeah I think it was actually Fonson uh, with final penalty kick or not penalty kick after Charlie on Miller he, he actually rushed the conversion and he missed the conversion and uh, Gary Berta was weak at that stage he just said to us okay well that's the sign we're going to win it because uh you were in three points. And then, yeah, then uh, I think I had uh, two opportunities just kicking the ball out and it would have been the final whistle. And, yeah, it's, it's like the opening of the Red Sea. <laughs> if you look at it uh, afterwards, uh, when Brian Banner uh, just threw it, I mean, he, he just scored underneath the ball. So it was just unbelievable and, yeah, something that I will always cherish. Yeah, no, the, the, those memories, those memories, I, I suppose, stay with you for for uh, for a very long time, if not forever. But in terms of in terms of lions against crusaders, I was looking at the stats, and and they suggest that the lions uh, have only won three of their previous thirteen matches against the the crusaders, and certainly in Christchurch, they have lost by fairly heavy margins on four occasions. But they really look up against it. But when you when you're preparing for a match like this, I mean, Swayze to bring Warren Whiteley have given no indications of, of history being anything that they're concerned about. Does history really count for anything in that change room on the field for, for the players? Well, the thing is, I think and that's, that's Swayze's whole approach in Warren and it's easy to look at the stats. That's, everything is going to count against him. If you look at that, you, you look at the trick record of the, the Crusaders, but they're going to try and get the guys ahead and just get them to realise this is a one hell of opportunity. It's a third, third time in a row that they in this situation. They've got nothing to do. They're playing in the ultimate of ultimate finals against the top New Zealand side in Christchurch. And uh, if, if they can pull this off, that it's going to, you said, it's going to be one of the biggest upsets, I think, ever. So uh, the boys know that. And I think... Uh, 
yeah, uh, they they most probably in Swiss, <laughs> I know, but like they would have been smoking with the guys, smoking <laughs> and drinks by now, and just telling them just to focus on something totally different. Keep out of the newspapers. Just focus on <laughs> on themselves. I think some of the mind games have started already with the with the whole illegal scrumming claims from the from the Lions yeah. saying that Joe Moody is is uh, is, is using illegal scrummaging tactics. And uh, again, Craig Ray pointed out that any scrumming coach will tell you that the opposing props are scrumming illegally. He says that's that's all very much part of the game. But it, but in, in terms of the individuals that are going to make the difference for for the respective uh, teams, I mean, if you try compare Moody with Dreyer, for example, how, how do you line up some of those battles in the the scrum. Uh, in fact, let's start with the scrum. Well, I think that that that's been part of the platform for the Lions this this this, this last two three seasons. Uh, the platform that that tight five laying down for them. It's just they've been dominating in scrum and lineup time. So uh, tomorrow it makes no difference. It's uh, I think uh, first and foremost that's that's where, where the battle is going to be win or loss. Uh, it, it's going to give the opportunity for Elton and Egon in the back line to get on the front foot. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've got a lot of, lot of, uh, uh, energy and thinking that, yeah, the Lions, they are the better, 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 better scrumming side throughout the season. Which is remarkable you say that when you consider that if, if Tafua were available for the Crusaders, you'd have eight All Blacks in that, uh, in that, uh, in that scrum for, for, for the Crusaders. But, I mean, Whitelock, Whitelock and Morstert, there's going to be a, a line-out battle between those two, you get a sense. Matt Todd and Guaja Smith, you, you, you want to see who's going to be better to, to the point of breakdown. I mean, there's just so many wonderful little battles that we can look forward to throughout this match. I think the exciting thing is, and, and that's, that's from the Lions' perspective, it's I think a full strength out. There's, there's not any key players that injured. They they playing this strong side there. And uh, uh, if, if you look at the form that that the Malcolm is on currently, it's uh, there's a reason why he's the number one worker in the world. Quaha uh, Smith, uh, uh, Mostert, Mostert is yeah, phenomenal. He's he's grafting his work rate. It's yeah. So the forwards are definitely going to lay a platform. And hopefully, and that's what I really believe, uh, the breakdown uh, is also, that's, again, being, being an open side player, I know how vital and important mm. that is. If Kwaka and if you get an extra knock and marks on, on a breakdown, uh, uh, if we can win that battle, it's, it's definitely halfway there. Now, let, let's go a little bit to the back. You spoke about Elton Yankees, the fact that this is a guy who is unplayable on his day but has days that he wants to forget as well. So if, if, he's, if he's on song, half the battle is won for the Lions. In terms of the opposite number, I mean, Richie Moonga's looked really, really good since, the, since his return from injury and the Crusaders looked very, very sharp with him there. I suppose the other concern is the, the number of tackles that Jantjies actually misses in a game, which is, I think, only, uh, I think only uh, Kirtley Beale has a worse uh, sort of tackle record from fly-off in Super Rugby competition this season, which doesn't say a great deal, but he contributes more than simply trying to make tackles in the, in the back line. But that, that, that fly-off battle, how, how critical is that for this entire match? Well, that, that's vital. There's a general in your team. Uh, uh, and a lot of that's going to be determined by the sort of ball they're going to be getting. Are they going to get in on front foot or are they going to be playing on the back foot? Uh, kicking game, uh, what sort of what sort of game they, game plan they're going to be playing. 
hopefully strategically the, the Lions are going to stick to what's been working throughout the season. Hopefully the weather conditions are going to allow them to play that sort of game. And then, uh, yeah, again, uh, I think Flav was, you must remember the pressure that New Zealand Flav's got, or the uh, Crusader Flav, he's playing for for New Zealand position because yes. everyone is, yeah, labeling him, he, he's, he hasn't made that step up, but is he good enough to play for the All Blacks? So he's also going to try and impress, and that's going to put other pressure on him. So, uh I really hope Elton is going to be on song and it's one of the one of those magic days. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to depend on the sort of ball that uh, they're going to get. We've got to go to a quick break again. I want a couple more comments from you before uh, before we let you go, Vickers. But if you can just hold on for for one moment. Flashback Fridays on SAFM. Plenty to look forward to over the weekend, uh, as, uh, as amongst other things, the uh, resumption of the APSA Premiership with uh, Sundowns and Chiefs kicking off uh, proceedings in the very first game of next season. NBA Africa game in uh, Pretoria tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Uh, plenty of cricket to look forward to as well with uh, South Africa and Sri Lanka. The uh, athletics uh, continues at the African Championships in Nigeria. But of course, the Super Rugby Final of 2018 has got to be the uh, the big talking point and uh, a quite incredible uh, and, and special occasion for the Lions who've made a third successive Super Rugby final and they're up against the Crusaders in Christchurch at 9.35 tomorrow morning. On the line, we've got one of the uh, the greats of South African rugby, Vickers van Heerden, former World Cup winner, former uh, Super Rugby winner in years gone by, talking about uh, rugby. Um, and we're going to be taking a couple of calls as well if you uh, have the chance late on. T- uh, give us uh, give us a shout on uh, SFM. We'll, we'll, take, uh, we'll take your calls. Uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of SMSs perhaps as well. 0891104207, the, uh, the number you can, uh, you can dial. Vickers, just briefly, the, the, the leadership between these sides, Whitelock and Whiteley, there's, uh, there's a lot of talk about these two players in terms of their uh, leadership ability on the, uh, on the pitch. Uh, two, two men that you could take your hat off to as well and, and give plenty of credit to. Whiteley had horrible injury uh, ravaged uh, last few seasons, but an opportunity for him to play in the final, this must be a special moment for, for him as well. Up against uh, Whitelock, who surely wants to bring Scott Robertson some joy. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Warren uh, is loving this moment, especially on missing it out last year. And, uh, you know the sort of form he was in. Uh, he's a national leader. Uh, previous enough to play with him as well. He was actually a, uh, a youngster in those days and stuff. But yeah, it just he's just got that natural leading uh, capabilities. Uh, he leads from the front. Uh, he's got a way of uh, pulling everyone. Uh, up and getting into the, 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 the one mindset of uh, focusing and con- uh, same goal. But um, yeah, uh, Whitelock himself, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good captain as well. But uh, yeah, hopefully Warren is going to be the, the victorious captain for tomorrow. Well, I'm, I, uh, it's, it's going to be an uphill, ballad, ba, ba, uh, uphill uh, battle, undoubtedly. I'm delighted to say we've got a man on the line who's got a few words of message for, uh, for the Lions. A former Lions player, you could go back and talk about him, but I think many remember his, uh, his time at uh, the Province, at the Stormers, at the Sharks, at Cheetahs, and indeed playing for South Africa with the incredible, incredible pace that he had on the wing. Tondurai Chavanga is there. Uh, Tondurai, hello. Good evening to you. Good evening, good evening, and good evening to the to the uh, SAFM listeners. Uh, it's good to to hear Vickers' voice as well on the other line. So yeah, it's it's just great to to have uh, <laughs> have you on the line to, to talk about the uh, the Lions. What what would what would you say to uh, to the Lions players if uh, if you were to give any message of encouragement or anything ahead of what is surely an an uphill 
uh, battle of, of, of note against Crusaders? Yeah, look, certainly I think uh, it, it, definitely is, uh, it definitely is a bit of an uphill battle, but I think uh, given the way they performed last year, I think it had not been, uh, it had not been for the red card. Uh, you know, who knows what could have happened. I think the Lions have performed exceptionally well. Obviously, it's going to be quite important that they start off well and, um, and that uh, they take whatever chances that they get to, to put points on the board. Uh, we're going to need some some big performances uh, from the, you know, from the from the from the top players like uh, Michael Marks, uh, the the halfback pairing, you know, Warren Whiteley, and particularly the centre battle is also going to be quite uh, quite a quite a quite a very important one. I uh, no doubt, but I, maybe I can get your take on this, having played on the wing, and uh, I think we all remember the six tries that you uh, ran in that's the South African record uh, in, uh, in test matches. Uh, must have been a good uh, dozen years ago now, uh, turn right. But but in terms of uh, in terms of the wing play, up here with Junchi not starting on the wing, he's part of the replacements. What do you make of that change? Yeah, look, obviously, I think he, had he been hundred uh, percent, I'm sure he certainly would have started. Uh, but uh, look, I think having having uh, the guy who was replacing him, you know, he was he was the incumbent uh, um, uh, winger until you know until injury hit. So I think uh, Kotno is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an incredible um, is an incredible uh, replacement, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, but I think uh, with the way Apio is, is performed throughout the year, has really just been he's, he's really been one of the shining lights of. Uh, of not only the Lions but of of the box as well. So uh, I think the 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 wing uh, the wing battle is going to be a, a huge one against uh, Tamani Valo and um, as well as uh, George Bridge. So our wingers are going to have to they're going to have, have their hands full. But I think we've got we've got enough uh, enough pace and skill to 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 counter whatever whatever the the Crusaders have to have to offer. Well, lots of positive talk then from Tonrai Chivanga. Tonrai, that's where we're going to have to leave it. Thank you very much uh, for uh, giving us your insights and opinions tonight. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Have a, have, a, have a good evening and all the best for the Lions tomorrow. Perfect. Thank you very much. Tonrai Chavanga, great to hear from him, Vikas. Uh, sounds excited and positive for, for the Lions. Uh, you want to pick up on anything that he mentioned specifically? No, for sure. Okay. Tony, Tony by himself was an <laughs> ultimate athlete and uh, it's a great year from him. Uh, I think the only egg that actually would have taken him on uh, on the 400 was the was one Whiteley. So uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's going to be very, very exciting. No, it's, it's, he, he had a spot on that. Uh, we're gonna miss uh, John Tesner, but uh, with uh, Ruan Kombrink, I'm, I, I still think he hasn't played the same of that that that, that uh, class rugby that he played last year. So I'm still hoping for him uh, to to get that one of two big games uh, and to put his put his stake down for a Springbok jersey. Uh, so I really believe he's he's, he's gonna have an influence tomorrow. And then yeah, the, the rest of the guys, you can really take him in. I tell you, it's uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker. I I just wonder though if uh, if the Lions are going to have what it takes. So this this Crusaders side. If you take Jordan Tafu out uh, Tafu out of it, that's the only real injury concern. And they're certainly not a one man uh, a one man team playing at home. I mean, they've won twenty consecutive playoff matches playing at home, and uh, and that's got to be a, a bit of a concern. But but overall, uh, let's let's get your final take on it. If if you had just one message for for the Lions and uh, and and you. You, you felt that there was a score that was floating around in your head. What, what, what would that message be and what would that score be? Oh, <laughs> it's difficult uh, giving a score, but uh, my message to the Lions is sports. It's, you get one chance, one opportunity, and uh, yeah, make the most of it. You don't, uh, 
you don't want to get on that plane uh, Sunday evening and with any regrets. And uh, I think that must be the message out there. It's, hey, it's been a long season, but this is what it all comes down to. 80 minutes and, uh, yeah, make it count. Wow. Uh, yeah, I tell you, uh, yeah, make it count indeed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I know you would have had some uh, some interesting memories of your time at the old Lancaster Park, but this AMI stadium looks so intimidating for the players that go there now. It's just so intimate. That said, Vickers van Heeren, thank you so much for making uh, time for us. It's great to chat to another of our former World Cup winners, uh, a man who had a, a remarkable rugby career yourself. Thanks so much for your insights, your opinions, your views, and uh, I, I wish you everything of the best with the rounds of golf that I believe you're playing more and more of these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a good reason why I was much better at rugby at <laughs> but uh, we had good fun today and thank you very much and uh, go to Lance uh, let the whole South Africa get behind him because I think this is going to be the platform for the Springboks for, uh, for the rest of the season so we really hope uh, they can go and do and pull up, uh, pull up one of the biggest upsets uh, I'll be lucky it will be lucky indeed thank you so much cheers because it's here today Great, uh, great player that he was. Man, out on the flank, really tough individual. That's it. Plenty to uh, talk about from uh, Monday as well. I'll be back on Monday, standing for to be some see between seven and eight pm. Coming up tonight between seven and nine, Lizette Khan is up with off the pitch from the team tonight. Zelma Tivi, a technical engineer, producer Louis Olam Kalibi, and me, Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's seven o'clock.